Welcome back to the Rise of the Rune Lords. It's I, DM Clinton, and I am here with the Warriors of Light, led by Hugo, played by Connor. I mean, are we really led by Hugo? I think we're more led by Reeton at this point. Aiden plays Raskin. Now, I'd like to argue that I'm the leader, but he has been around longer. Nathan plays Reeton. Well, you see, I think I like the idea of Hugo guiding us. The blind leading the unblind? Yes. And Alex plays Aristotle. As long as you're not following me, I think we'll be okay. All right. When last we left, we had a battle with a Frostworm and a ghost of Karavik Vecker. They defeated Karavik Vecker, but the Frostworm has left a parting gift. Upon its death, it must explode. It goes through death rows. It explodes in a hundred foot radius burst, which we didn't do last time, but we're doing it now. 12 die 6 cold damage and 8 die 6 piercing damage attack with a DC 23 reflex save. I rolled 33 for the cold damage and 24 for piercing. And that affects everyone on the map. Aristotle fails his reflex save. As does Raskin. As does Reeton. <laughs> I rolled a fucking two. Damn, dude. A 31 for Hugo. He passed. He passed. Okay. A total of 57 points. Okay. That's pretty damaging. Kaboom. And with the death of the ghost, you guys were going to search around and try to find his body somewhere in this, uh, looks like a bunch of gravestones. Yeah, he's the reason we're here. High up on the top of this mountain where the 2,000 foot cliff, and there's the kind of a low fog, about a one foot high fog off the ground. I was going to ask for heels. Okay. Reeton asked for heels. For asking what you're doing. I'm going to toss him a cure serious wounds potion. I'm shuffling up the wand right now. Yeah, let's do the wands. Let's do the wands right now. Okay. Aristotle? I have taken some damage, so I think I should probably heal myself. I only have a cure light wounds wand, so I am not going to be really beneficial for somebody who has 200 hit points. Okay, we'll get started. Looking for a wand. I found the wand of cure moderate wounds, and then we have the uber-charged one. I feel like we still have... Yeah, okay, here we go. I got eight charges on a cure light wound. Let's use all those on Reeton right now. Okay. I need to roll UMD checks every time I do this. Yeah, I need to roll will saves. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you're, you're raging? Yeah. Yeah. Forgot about it. Superstition or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I rolled a 32. <laughs> of course, that one I roll high on. Yeah, Reeton, it looks like you're, uh... Not accepting of my... I think I'm just going to stop healing you. It's not that... I'm sorry. That's that's five fails in a row. Yeah, we're, we're going to save three charges on this wand, and Hugo's going to look at you disappointed. I still heal for half. Okay. So I get 18 hit points. Couldn't stop raging, though? That, that'd be too inconvenient. Not when I'm at 20 health, because I would die. Okay, you big baby. <laughs> I'm going to tap myself five times with the Cure Light Wounds wand, doing UMD checks for each of those because it's not on my spell list. Mm-hmm. I'm passing all of those, going to heal myself for 27 points of damage. Okay. I'm just going to chug two Cure Serious potions because I have 15 of them. Okay. Do, do you want to cure me some more? Well, this wand is gone. Uh, Reeton, you're still pretty hurt. Yeah, I need yeah. at least a, a couple more heals because if I unrage, I'm at negative 18. I'm healing you for 60. Whether or not you're actually receiving 60, that's up to you and your <laughs> silly rage shenanigans. 
Okay, so if here I'm taking the first two, uh huh, that would heal me for six, and then I unrage, I would be at negative twelve. Oh la la la, I fall down, and then I'll heal for the other, because that would make me. I still I have nineteen con when I'm not raging, so I'll be good. I'll just do the math for that. Okay, has everyone completed healing? Yeah, I think he goes fine for now. Reeton's fine. He's just passed out. I'm alive. He's alive. Okay, he wakes up, shakes the snow out of his fur. And everyone hears a howl, a forlorn elk-like howl. I'm going to pull out a potion of invigorate and drink it. I would like a will save for those who hear this. Aristotle now is feared. Hugo's deaf right now. Wouldn't you believe it? Gosh, gee, how inconvenient. Ooh, 25. 14. The save DC is 28. Yeah. Those who fail the save, which is everyone, is now shaken. So you look around with this forlorn howl, and the snow begins. We now have a blizzard effect. It's got uh, severe or stronger winds with heavy snow, creating blizzard conditions. This reduces the range of vision to no more than 20 feet, and even then creatures take a minus 8 penalty on perception checks within that range. In a blizzard, the snowfall increases to four inches of snow each hour, and travel in more than three feet of snow is usually impossible without snowshoes or an ability such as water walking. Furthermore, the high winds make it feel and affect living creatures as if the temperatures were 20 degrees colder. So, it's very cold. Okay. And it hasn't been 24 hours since you go cast Endure Elements? Um, no, it has not been 24 hours. Cool. So the wind picks up and snow is falling. You all are shaken. I believe last time I made a knowledge check and succeeded to learn about what this was. It was a Wendigo. That's correct. It is a Wendigo call for sure. And the blizzard picking up means that this is about to happen. So I'm going to pull out a scroll and I'm going to start casting a spell. Yeah, what's that? I'm casting Form of the Dragon 3. Operates similar to Form of the Dragon 1, except it allows me to take the form of a huge chromatic or metallic dragon, gaining the following abilities, plus 10 size bonus to strength, plus 8 size bonus to con, plus 8 natural armor bonus, fly 120 feet poor, blind sense 60 feet, dark vision 120 feet, breath weapon, damage reduction 10, frightful presence, and immunity to acid. And I also get bite, claw, wings, and tail attacks. Sweet. Sounds like you're a dragon, all right. Yep. And that is one of my two scrolls of Form of the Dragon 3. All right, you're as large as the Frostworm. Awesome. Okay, what are you guys going to do now? You need to find this body. Yeah, it's probably in one of these graves. I'll start digging. Checking the tombstones, or would that be perception? Yes. You're at a minus 8 penalty. Even Hugo? Um, ooh. I would say... Uh, <laughs> Mm, you probably wouldn't not, not be affected. Yeah, you're probably right. Thanks, Hester. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hugo, as he creeps around there, is only going to get a 25 on a perception roll. Okay, that's good enough. You can make out some of these. They're hastily scratched into the stone, and they are dwarven names. I think I could speak but not read dwarven because of uh, eldritch shenanigans. It's in dwarven script for sure. Doesn't your giant know dwarven? I suppose he does. Uh, could I have him read it off to me? If he knows dwarven. Uh, yes, fire giants do indeed know dwarven. Okay, he can re- kind of read them, but he's he doesn't like it here. But he'll, he'll do whatever you ask. And so he uh, begins to read off the names. and it t- It'll take him a minute or so to go through all the names. But I'm going to have you find the body over here. You'll discover that as you dig up, there there's just gravestones, but no burial areas, just grave markers. 
No bodies and no turned up earth. This is all rock. Probably didn't have no bodies to use for him then. Given that he probably ate them all. But there is a body there on the ground of a dwarf. Yeah, I'll start crawling over to it. Yeah, somebody tank you. Check that out. You can see Caravek's corpse with his magical cold resistance padded armor. Ooh, fancy. He's got plus four improved cold resistance padded armor. So, Vraskin, you found his body lying near a long dead fire pit in the eastern portion of the ledge, frozen solid and preserved by the cold mountain air. The corpse still wears its padded armor, but is in itself a frightful shape. Not only is it broken and mangled, as if it had fallen from a great height, but the body's legs end in charred blackened stumps where the feet had been burnt off. Oh, shit. So he was wind-walked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've already identified a Wendigo, and that was one of the things that I learned about, was the wind walking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Looked like you fell from a great height. Stumps for legs. Yep. Wendigo calls in the distance. Two plus two, what does that equal? Wendigo, apparently. That's what it adds up to. So, uh, I can read Dwarven as well. You know, used to be a dwarf. But... Yeah, it's just a, a list of the various dwarves, but uh, Karavek and Silas are not part of that. They're not present here at these gravestones. All right, what's your plan here? You know you have a mission. Let's grab the body and get out of here. Yeah. Yep. And the plan is to fly back? No, we don't have to do that. You can literally get on my back. In fact, I insist. Yeah. We got to deal with all the blizzard stuff. While you guys argue, I'm going to drink another potion of Cure Serious Woods. Sure. Look, we can either try and fight the Wendigo here, or we try and fight it later. Later is definitely better. Perhaps, but we might not have the chance. So let's hurry it up one way or the other. He's a dragon. He, he used his scroll. He wants to fight when he's in form of the Dragon 3. Alrighty. That is the entire reason that Braskin... I'm not saying we have to fight. I'm just saying now is an opportune time. It is, but fighting them when we're all afraid is probably not also the greatest of ideas. We're shaken. It's fine. It's fine. There's not much we can do about that. Yeah, I know. Let's fight him. Let's see what happens. Obviously, these dwarves weren't as good as us. I took one out. I took the ghost of one out in one hit. It can't be that strong. We got this. <sighs> Famous last words. Hold you to that one, Rayton. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I'm going to actually let out a cacophonous roar just to let it know where we are and that we are not happy. Intimidate check of 56. What's your target? Can uh, you see a target? No, I can't. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, I'm not trying to demoralize it. I'm just trying to It's tell you, him. Clinton. He's trying to intimidate you. <laughs> <laughs> With a 56, that is very intimidating. Wow, 56. It's pretty good. I got a 19 on the dice. Unfortunately, my CR is infinite. Fair. So, all right. <laughs> Vraskin, you are surprised, along with Reeton, Aristotle. But Hugo, you catch something appearing out of the snowstorm. You have a 30-foot blind sight? I have dark vision, 60 feet, blind sense, 30 feet, blind sight, 15 feet. Make it nice and complicated. Yeah. Okay. Dark vision, 60, but that's reduced to 20. Wait, where's it? 15. It, 15. it is 15. Because it's a quarter. Okay. Would I have smelled it? Because I have blind sense, 60 feet. Let's see. It's just outside of your range. Okay. Oh, okay. All right, so it appears and moves as a part of its flyby attack. The Oh, let's do the the giant. Yeah, it's the first one there. 
let's make sure the giant can perceive. So what's roll a perception check for the giant, if you would? Although I think it's gone because it, it's rounds per level, right? Uh, one round per level, so a minute and a half. All right. Can you guys determine how many heals? I gave Reeton at least 16, so he's gone. Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. All right, so the Wendigo flies up. Roll a one. Roll a one. It's going to roll. I guess we better roll initiative. That's what we should do. Okay. And I want to show you this thing. I unfortunately can see the Wendigo. Yeah, we can. Yeah. I'm going to take those horns out. I'm going to take those horns off and put them on my mount. Aristotle rolled a seven. Honestly, that fur actually looks really soft. It does, doesn't <laughs> it? Like, if you ignore, you know, the rest of it. The blood and the yeah. horribleness of it. Yeah. I'm rolling low today. I got an eight. Hugo got a 19. Brassen got an 11. Okay, so we determined that Breton, Fraskin, and Aristotle were surprised. And the Wendigo got 23. So the Wendigo first is just going to move up to within striking distance of Hugo. And that's its... I guess it could partial charge. Sure, why not? I'll just add two to the attack. So he'll bite. AC 42. Yeah. For 21 points of claw damage, 14 points of cold damage, and a natural grab. 47. Yeah, definitely grabs. Okay, you're grabbed. I sure am. It's nice knowing you guys. <laughs> All right, Bye. Hugo, you, you can full on act. Well, you see, I, I can, but I'm I'm grabbled. Mm-hmm. So maybe I should roll some sort. How, how big is this guy? A 10 by 10? He's a large creature, yes. All right, I'm going to try to do a concentration check to cast a spell whilst in the grappled condition. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to try to flame strike the squares that he's in and I'm not. Okay. I think that's quite doable, because he's a good 10 feet away from you. That is going to be a 28 on the caster level check. The caster level check would be... If I'm in a grapple, I think I might need to beat their CMD. Oh, no. The concentration check is DC 10 plus grappler CMB plus level of spell. Uh, Fifth level spell. 15 plus insanity. Oh, 28. Oh, I got it. No, 28 plus 15. Yeah, 43, I think. I'm betting Hugo looks pretty good right now. I'm betting he's looking pretty tasty. Vraskin, Reeton, and Aristotle are both all surprised. Round one, the Wendigo is going to try to pin you. Rolls a 42. That beats my CMD. You are pinned. I sure am. This is bad news. Okay, Hugo, anything you can, can try to do? I could try to cast another spell, I guess. Okay. What's the penalty on a pin? You can't cast spells with somatic components. Ah, I might not be able to do this. I don't really have many power words. Yeah. Hugo has a dagger that he could call. Can he call the dagger and take a slice at him? Otherwise, move action to draw the light dagger and standard action to slice with it. Can be teleported to the wielder's hand as a swift action that does not provoke attacks of opportunity, even if the weapon is in the possession of another creature. Oh. I mean, now seems like the no-brainer time to do it, right? Yeah. Aha! That's pretty good. Yes. I will allow this. So use your swift action to call it into your hand. And then I'm going to do an attacks. It's a light weapon, so that's permitted. This is going to be a 30 against AC. His AC is... 30. Oh, right on. Hit him for seven points of damage. Nice. Okay. And I helped. Actually, I probably didn't do anything. Yeah. His defenses, is this cold iron? It is. And magical? It is. You bypass his 15 DR. Nice. Eat it. So he does, you do seven points of damage. Hell yeah. Nice. All right. Next attack will be a 31. Hits. For five points of damage. Five points applied. And then the third attack misses with an 18. Yes. 
So you stab it twice. <laughs> Look at me, guys. Look at me. I think I'm reading. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Bye. I'll teach you how to power attack next time. That's not a, a horrible sound. Yeah, not a fan of that. It's just a flesh wound. And uh, Vraskin is next. Vraskin, you are currently tw- 30 feet away. Yep. Grapple him. I'm going to move 20 feet. Does that? Mm-hmm. That should put me in range to attack, right? Yep. You have a 15 foot reach. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm going to bite this thing. Okay. Not really sure what else I can do besides just try and kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32 to hit. 32 to hit. It hits. Are you cold iron and magic? No. Okay, so DR15 applies. Yeah. Okay. 53 points of damage. Is that power attack? Yes. Whew. Okay. All right, so 53, 38. Okay. 38 points of damage go through. Any other effects? No. It's immune to fear effects, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So that, that, there's no point in me rolling for that. Okay. okay. Yeah, it's not afraid yeah. of you at all. It's creates fear, not you. Well, we both create fear. It's just immune to it. I'm not. That's the only right. problem. You're mortal. It is not. Yeah. Well, it's still going to die. That's it. Okay, Reeton. All right. Well, I put on rage. I'm going to... I, I want to pass this by you before I, before I do anything. Sure. I want to do two things, and then I don't think I, I would have the allotted actions. The economy? Okay. Yeah, I think I want to become larger and activate celestial armor. Uh-uh, nope. Yeah. So what I'm going to do instead is I'm going to save my pal Hugo. I think that's a great idea. 15 feet right here. Oh, mm-hmm. look at that beautiful creature right there. Oh, shucks. Okay, you passed within a threatened square. Yep. And so it will make a bite attack. Okay. Can it while it's grappling? That's what I was wondering. Oh, sure. You can make attacks of opportunity while grappled. I'm um, rolling the dice. Oh, I rolled a one. Oh, you miss. Rolled a one on the die with a 25. Yeah. What was the uh, roll for a confirmation? Oh, I rolled a one on the die again. Draw oh, a card. That's a critical <laughs> failure. Awesome. I will draw a critical fumble. So in this case, it's awkward. Oh. <laughs> Negative two to AC for one die four rounds. So I'll roll one die four. Nice. Four, four rounds. Loses two points of AC. All right. Here's what I'm going to do. I am going to grapple the Wendigo and see if that works. Hmm. Because I want to try to get a hold of him and make him release Hugo. That's my plan. Okay. 33. Defenses is 43. Ah, damn it. I rolled an eight. I could have done it. I rolled an eight, though. Okay. You don't have your two-handed sword in your hands? Uh, I have it in one hand. Well, that would give you a penalty to the grapple check as well. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I missed it anyway, so. Well, we'll move on. Okay. All right, Aristotle? Can I reach out and touch Hugo from where I'm at? Absolutely. He's definitely within five feet of you. That's awesome. Hey, Hugo, do you like being hugged by that thing? Uh, no. No, I do not. Oh, I know what he's doing. Reach out and touch my hand, and I'll help you out. Big reach. I'm going to attempt to cast Dimension Door on him. (laughs) (laughs) Dimension Door. You and touched creature or other touched willing creatures. Very good. You are 15 feet away. You are outside of his reach. You succeed on a spell failure check. All right. And uh, you teleport away. Whoop. With Hugo. Yes, I do. We're just going to go like 20 feet over here. Thanks, buddy. Okay, out of out of the Wendigo, Wendigo's hands. Yes. All right, well done. All right, round two. The Wendigo reactivates its Windwalk ability. So like the spell Windwalk, he can turn vaporous and then fly away. 
and he can turn back and forth. Okay, so what he does is he begins to do a withdraw action and fly away and begin the wind walk thing. Moving through a threatened square. Because of the withdraw action, that does provoke again, yes. So Vraskin, but Reeton won't be able to, but Vraskin gets an attack opportunity. And I'm very much going to take advantage of it. Uh, that is a 30 to hit. 30 misses? Uh, oh, I'm, let me double check that. He's at negative 2 AC. He has, uh, yep, 28. You were right. Perfect. And that is 41 points of damage. Just before your blow lands, you see some of its wounds heal. Yep. Okay, how much damage? Uh, 41. 41 minus 15, 26. Six. Yeah, 26. Okay, 26 down. All right. And then he flies off, disappears. Okay, Hugo, you're next. I'm going to do a full round actions worth of uh, action economy, pulling out the uber-charged wand and giving myself a boop with that. That wasn't fun. Yeah, it was scary. And I bet he'll do it again. Probably, uh, but I got 10 more hit points for when it happens. Maybe that'll make a difference. Mm -hmm. All right, Raskin. I am going to stomp 10 feet over this way to give two squishy casters protection. And then I'm going to ready a breath attack. As soon as I see it, I'm blasted. Roger that. All right, Reedon. I'm going to end my rage for a minute because I still, or for a bit, because I still have my invigorate potion active. And then I am going to move over this way right next to my good. Under the dragon. Yeah. I'm going to ride the dragon. (laughs) I'm going to start chasing the dragon. Uh Uh-huh. All right, Aristotle, what do you do? I'm not sure if it would be worthwhile to do the thing. So I'm going to do another thing. Or am I? (laughs) I totally know what you're saying. With great detail and specificity. Well, the more you know Aristotle, the more you know what that means, but... Mm Mm-hmm. Puff from your pipe. So the thing I'm going to do is I'm going to prepare an action, and that action is going to be similar to Vraskin's. When I see the Wendigo, I am going to have a spell readied. For the spell, let's go ahead and go with a classic fireball. So as soon as you see the Wendigo, you will shoot a fireball. Yep. Roger that. Okay, round three. Silence. Only the howl of the wind, the chill of the cold. Uh, What's 20 degrees do for you guys? We're all in clothing, so I think we're all good. We have like an hour we have to do a check or something. Yeah, it's every hour, but that might change with the severity of the blizzard. Well, it's below zero now, yeah, so you're in a heavy snowstorm. Or this is actually a blizzard, so... It's still better to have than not, though. Yeah, cold climate. You guys are about 2,000 miles from a pole. Uh, maybe 1,000. So it is uh, 20 in the winter, and it's currently winter. Then it's 20 degrees colder because of the blizzard, so it's zero. Ranged attacks are at minus 4 penalty. No more than 20 feet of vision, and minus 8 penalty on perception checks. So what's the damage for cold? Negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit deals 1 die 6 points of lethal damage per minute, no save. In addition, character must make fortitude save, DC 15 plus 1 per previous check, or take 1 die 4 points of non-lethal damage. From 0 to minus 20, or below minus 20? Below minus 20. Okay, we're at 0 to minus 20. Okay, Vraskin is the only one that is not wearing cold weather gear. In, in his dragon form. We, we have it for him. But he's in dragon form. Yep. Yeah. He wears it, but it melds into his body and he no longer has it. Yeah. Yes, I did put it on. Uh-huh. Okay. Have you taken non-lethal damage so far, Braskin? I think you've been making saves. I think we're all fatigued. I did previously, but then we rested and we warmed up. And that. you warmed up again. Okay. 
you haven't checked yet because it wasn't cold enough. Now it's dropped down in temperature. And I don't have cold weather gear. And you don't have cold weather gear. No cold protection. So I think you're vulnerable. So in 10 minutes, you're going to need a check. Okay. That's fair. All right. Thankfully, it's a lot of rounds. Yeah, it's a lot of rounds. That's 10 minutes. That'd be 100 rounds. Correct. I'm sure we'll be long dead by that point. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right. So the Wendigo does not return. Just silence. Hugo, what do you do? I thank my lucky stars and I give myself yet another boop. And then I will pass my turn after that. Vraskin? Uh, same thing. I've breath attack prepped. Okay. Reeton? Pulling out a potion of cure serious wounds and downing it. Okay. Aristotle? Same prepared spell. Same prepared spell. Okay. Round four. No sign of the Wendigo. It seems to have been chased off. Lies. Hugo? Would you look at that? Another boop. Uh, this time it's only eight extra hit points, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In free action, I'll say, I, I think it's gone, guys. Raskin? I don't know. What we can do is, if all of you want to get on my back, we can fly out of here. My only concern is, once we're flying and over the 2,000-foot drop, it's going to re-ambush us. Almost certainly. Mm-hmm. It's smart. Fly low? I have a question about the bot, uh, Vecker's body. Where is it? Over here, right? Looks like it's right here. I think we were starting to move it, but it didn't shift much. So is it in your claw? No, no, not yet. Is your tail prehensile? I don't actually know. You can make tail slap attacks, but you can't wrap things with it. I don't think so. I don't think so, because normally dragons can't. Correct. Unless they have a feet. So, yeah, and right now I, I am literally just a dragon. Okay, so you grab it up in one of your claws, and the other characters have to spend full round actions climbing onto you, okay? So you, you're just preparing a, a breath weapon attack, is that right? Yep. Okay, Reeton? I'm on my magic carpet. How fast can you fly, Braskin? Uh, 120 feet. Okay, let the others climb on you. I'm going to stand guard just in case he decides to come back while they're climbing on top of you. Okay, Aristotle? I still think flying is dangerous, guys. Like, what if you just gave me a group hug and we teleported? Yeah, that could yeah. work. It's got to be a group hug, though. Are you going to move to a central location, Aristotle? Yeah, he's going to amble over here next to Reeton. Okay, move over by Reeton. Okay. Yeah. All right, round five. No sign of the Wendigo. It seems, it's just the howling of the wind. You don't even hear it it's breathing or any of that kind of stuff. It's just the silence of the blizzard, the howl of the wind itself. Hugo. I'm going to give myself another boop, I guess. You going to move a little closer to... I'm going to get into the hug distance of Aristotle and then All boop right. myself. Okay. All right. Everyone's within hugging distance. Raskin. Prepped action to just blast if it shows up. Okay. And Reeton? I'm going to wait for the other two to climb up before I do. So. I don't think that's going to happen. I think everybody's going to get near Aristotle and everybody's going to get teleported. Oh, right, right, right. I apologize. I'm just going to stand here, guard, in case he decides to come up right before Aristotle. Aristotle, your turn. All right, guys. And he... Do you have the teleport spell? Is this greater teleport? No. Okay. Ah, oh, son of a... All it right. doesn't matter. I failed my spell ca- or my uh, spell failure check, so I rolled oh, a one fa- on that. <laughs> you failed your spell check. It just means he fizzles. He teleports when he's in the ethereal plane, and it doesn't do anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I was like, do you teleport hundreds of or a hundred miles like in the ethereal plane, and then teleport back, and so you're just a couple hundred miles away from us? <laughs> Unfortunately, no. That's not. The oh, spell okay. just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. Okay. Yeah. That's good. That's good because I don't want you <laughs> a couple hundred miles away from us. I would say that there's a choice between see seeing your destination, the cabin, casually, or viewing once. Let's see what uh, 
what it says here. Yeah. I think it's seen casually. You guys spent some time there. You rested there, but I never heard anybody say, I'm studying this carefully. You're right about that. So I feel seen casually. You were just there. You kind of know where it's at. Okay. All right, guys. This hasn't happened. Round six. Wendigo. (laughs) Wendigo's out there somewhere. Hugo, what do you do? I I was kind of banking on not being here in six seconds later. So uh, I'm going to nervously look at Aristotle and be like, is is everything all right? And and give myself another boop. Okay. Boop. Ooh, Max. 19. Nice. Nice. Fraskin. The exact same thing. Just prepped and ready. Okay. Reeton. Waiting as well. Aristotle, try again. Are you going to turn something off? Then I got to wait another round. (laughs) Aristotle is going to be like, okay, just give me a second. And he's going to close his eyes and he's going to start humming and he's going to crack his knuckles. And this time he's going to try a greater teleport. And he passes the spell failure check. Okay. So everyone teleports away. All right. What is the check? It's going to be a die 100, right? Uh, This is greater teleport. So I just go there. You just go. We're just there now. Okay. Everybody's off off the, the map. Please tell me you teleported us outside of the cabin. Yeah, sure. Why not? Of course. Okay, there you are. Outside the cabin. Why didn't you want to go inside the cabin, Braskin? Because I don't want to break the cabin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at me. Yeah, you're pretty mm-hmm. big. Let's go start a fire, guys. You can hear in the distance about a mile away. Should I try and bait it out over here? Mm-hmm. Do your scary scream. Uh, 45. So with the roar, Braskin lets out an intimidate check of 45. And I think mm-hmm. that's the end of the episode. Yeah, I think it is. Leaving you guys outside of the cabin. You've evaded the Wendigo for the moment. And you are about ready to return Karavek Vekar's body to Silas back to the cabin. And we shall pick it up next time on Rise of the Rune Lords. Say goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Roar fight. <laughs>